Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, $11 billion. That's about how much Elon Musk will pay in taxes. But many people are calling on him and other high earners to pay even more, to pay their fair share, as the bumper sticker goes. So do the rich really have a problem paying their fair share in taxes? That's the one headline. Or does government have a spending problem? That's the second headline. I think the reality is somewhere in between. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. We've been tracking all week this week the uh, the bitter Twitter battle. Uh, I've been reading books to my grandchildren, and my Twitter bitter battle uh, from Dr. Seuss is uh, getting me a little tongue-tied today. Uh, but Elon Musk and uh, Elizabeth Warren, Senator, uh, have been going back and forth in the Twitterverse, uh, probably landing both of them on the naughty list when it comes to uh, poking back and forth at each other. Not really necessary. Uh, but uh, one of the things that has come out that is interesting to me uh, is that Elon Musk has gone through why his taxes are actually really simple and really easy to understand. My taxes are actually not that complicated. Um, I do not have any offshore accounts. Uh, I don't have any uh, ta- sort of tax shelters. Uh, uh, I, I, have a, I have basically... Uh, Tesla and SpaceX stock, um, and um, Tesla is publicly traded, so all information is public. And SpaceX is, you know, a, a C corp that is audited, uh, you know, has outside auditors. So it, it, these it's, it, with uh, outside investors. So it, it is. They're also. It's everything is extremely transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, there are there is no uh, there there are no elaborate sort of tax avoidance schemes or, or anything like that. So H and R Block could could easily do my taxes. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't need H and R Block. Uh, I could do it. So Elon Musk saying, "Look, I can do my own taxes. It's so simple." Uh, and so that's an interesting thing. Uh, again, doesn't take a salary uh, the way most of us would. Uh, it's it is the performance of the organization of the company. And so again, eleven billion in taxes. That's a that's a pretty big big number. Uh, now, I want to go to the Twitterverse uh, for some interesting clarifying. Now, Twitter is rarely the place for nuance and for explanations to happen. It, it usually just doesn't happen there. Uh, but Dan Crenshaw, a member of the House of Representatives, uh, he made some really interesting points in terms of what we should really be thinking about as it relates to the wealthy and them paying taxes And so this is from his Twitter account. Dan Crenshaw, again, Representative Dan Crenshaw, said, So Elon Musk just paid $11 billion in taxes. You may think Elon should pay more or less than that. 
this might be a good time for a tax policy thread. Now, there aren't very many people who would actually declare that on the Twitterverse that, hey, what we really need on Twitter right now is a tax policy thread. Uh, But Dan Crenshaw chose to do that. So this is where he began. He said, first, do the rich pay their fair share? He answered, well, the top 1% of earners pay about 40% in all federal income tax. The top half of earners pay 90% of all federal income tax. Uh, We've actually seen statistics recently uh, showing that 61% of Americans, over 100,000 households, paid no income tax last year. So Dan Crenshaw asked the question, again, to the Twitterverse, fair or no? He went on. Another consideration, if you, this is an important one, listen to this, if you confiscated, just confiscated, just took it, all the wealth of the richest 550 billionaires, you would get $2.5 trillion. Okay, so if you just went in there and just took it from them, not taxed them, you just took it all. You just you took the wealth of the 550 richest billionaires. That gets you $2.5 trillion. And here's the landing spot. With current rate of spending in Washington, D.C., $2.5 trillion is enough to fund the government for about eight months. And that's if you confiscated all the wealth of the richest 550 billionaires in this country. You'd get eight months worth of Washington spending. So he also points out, again, this is uh, Representative Dan Crenshaw, Also worth noting, he said, you just killed your biggest tax base. If you just confiscated all the wealth of the 550 billionaires, uh, you'd really be slaughtering the tax base. So now what do you do? He poses the question, and do we have a revenue problem or a spending problem? That's always the test, always the question. Uh, He went on, again, this is an amazing Twitter thread. He said, total Federal tax collections hit 17.8% of GDP this year, which is higher than almost any year in two decades. Both individual and corporate tax revenue hit all-time highs in 2021. Remember, they collected more, IRS collected more in taxes in the fiscal year that ended in September of 2021 than they had in 40 years. It's like the highest of all time. Uh, Now, here's where we really want to land. The more fundamental question, what are the taxes for? And he said, I think we should tax the least amount possible to make the basics of government function well. So the left wants to tax you as much as possible to pay for the, quote, good stuff. Uh, The current failed version of, of Build Back Better would have created over 100 new government programs. And what is good, he asks. So consider consider this. This is where I think we've we've really ultimately got to land. And that is, here's the question. Let's say you got to be in charge of the money. If you had eleven billion dollars to give away, who would you give it to? If you had eleven billion dollars today, that you could give away for Christmas, who'd you give it to? 
to do the most good? Would you give it to the government? Would you give it to a charitable organization? And what would create the most benefit? Is the greater benefit Elon Musk investing that $11 billion in startups, which creates more tax revenue and jobs and businesses, or adding another government program? Now, none of this to say uh, that uh, he shouldn't pay his bill. Of course, he should, and, and he did. Uh, but the answers to these questions are complex. They're not, they're not so easy. And so we have to be really careful about this whole idea of just tax the rich, eat the rich. You know, all of, all of those bumper sticker things that make them out to be evil. Uh, the question, and the question that I hope we can get to, is really, what are these taxes for? And all of us should think through that. If I had $11 billion today and I wanted to maximize the good that that $11 billion would do, who you give it to? You give it to government? You give it to charity? You give it to a nonprofit organization? What would you do? We've got to start thinking differently about what these taxes are for and more importantly, what results are they producing? Government has a role to be sure. Let's make sure that it's doing it incredibly well and producing outcomes that are good for the American people. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.